What's up, guys, and welcome back to That's Cool. Um, sorry about yesterday not being uploaded. Uh, I just came down to Florida, had to get some stuff situated, and uh, found out I didn't have Wi-Fi, right? So uh, I couldn't end up making an episode for you guys. But today I got the Wi-Fi up and running. And then if you follow me on Twitter at That's Cool, you found out that my um, cable to connect to my computer broke on the flight down so i had to go to walmart get one of those but uh here we are don't worry this episode will be up and running so i hope you guys all had a good couple days i know i've had some eventful ones and today let's start talking about some nfl news and just jump right into it so my pick recap from uh, last night my picks were canes plus one and a half that's the only one that did not hit um red Sox over and the mavs minus one hit both of those hit so we went two and one again, um, another two back-to-back profitable days. So I'm four and six so far this week, which is good. We got to keep that up. And uh, for today, I have Celtics minus two, and I have Avalanche money line. I think the Celtics do win today. Um, I don't know by the you know exact score or by what margin, but I do think that they're going to win by more than two points. And I think the Avalanche closes series out tonight against the Blues at home to beat them in five. You know, there's no reason to go back to St. Louis. And possibly lose a you know game and then it's a game seven right so there's no need for that to happen I think the Avalanche are gonna close them out tonight so those are my picks Celtics minus two and Avalanche money line now talking about some NFL news before we talk about NFL news uh, recently you know we heard about the tragic Texas shootings right uh, I just want to send my thoughts and prayers out to the families of those victims you know we have no idea what they could possibly be going through right now um, it's awful. Something like that should never happen. And we should continue to strive to make sure that things like that should not ever happen again. So I just want to have my uh, thoughts and prayers out to the families of the victims. And I hope that they can heal as a community and together. So now on to some NFL news. Uh, the Pro Bowl, we could be seeing the, the elimination of the Pro Bowl. Now, I'm not completely against this, right? The NFL has been thinking of ways to make the Pro Bowl more meaningful, right? And I just don't think that they can. I don't think it's – the Pro Bowl isn't like baseball, right, where in baseball uh, the winner of the All-Star game has home field advantage for the World Series, right? Football, it's a one-and-done game, right? So you can't really say something like, oh, well, the winner plays in an AFC stadium, right? You can't really do that. So – I can definitely see the Pro Bowl getting eliminated, and I think it should be eliminated. Um, it'd be better for players, right? Ensure that their safety, you know, nothing stupid happens on a tackle or on a stupid play where they're not really trying, right? Um, and no one really goes and no one really tunes in, so you're not really making that much money from it. Um, so I definitely think that they should do away with the Pro Bowl. I don't think that, if you put it this way, if you got rid of the Pro Bowl, NFL fans probably would not care, right? The majority of NFL fans wouldn't care. Uh, for those maybe 5% of people who would be like, oh, no, the Pro Bowl, you know, that was my favorite event. Maybe they would care, but a majority of us probably would not care. So I have nothing wrong with them eliminating the Pro Bowl. Uh, the Panthers came out and said they're confident that Sam Darnold could be a top quarterback. Um, this isn't really major news. I just thought it was so comical and funny that I thought I had to include it in uh, today's episode, right? Why the hell would you say that Sam Darnold could be a top quarterback? We all know that's completely false. And that's not possible. Um, it's comical that they would even make a statement like that. So, yeah, Sam Darnold probably won't even be the starter by the end of the year. I'd bet money on that if I could. So I think that's pretty funny. 
and Debo Samuel has not attended any voluntary workouts. We shouldn't. That should not surprise us, right? Uh, Debo obviously does not want to be in San Fran anymore, so that shouldn't alarm any San Fran fans, right? Or can shock anybody. That's pretty. We we expected that to happen from Debo. And recently, I just found out a couple minutes ago, actually, that Lamar Jackson has not shown out shown up to OTAs, and. John Harbaugh was asked about it, and he said, ask Lamar. So nothing yet has came out about that. Um, I'll probably tweet about it later today, at that's cool. But, yeah, definitely something to keep an eye out for and definitely something that's a little head-scratch, right? You know, why is Lamar sitting out? So that'll be definitely brought up tomorrow. Now, today we're going to be going over a top 10 list of running backs in the NFL. Um, We're going to be comparing my list to Pro Football Focus's list. Pro Football Focus is usually a pretty good um, a source of information and they're good at you know ranking players and they're good with all that stuff so I'm going to compare my list to their list I'm sure there'll be a lot of similarities considering running backs aren't really that hard to grade right um, there's not a lot of room for certain players to make lists and certain players not to make lists so let's just jump right into their list they have Josh Jacobs at 10 um I don't agree. I don't think Josh Jacobs is a top 10 running back. Uh, I think he could be 12 or 11. I don't think he's a top 10 back. Um, He's pretty one-dimensional, and he's just a pure runner. And he's really not that even good of a pure runner, in my opinion. And he's trying to get on a better – he's trying to become a better pass catcher. But I still think he's a little bit away from that. Yes, he had a career-high 54 receptions last year, but I don't think that he's going to improve that much dramatically in that area of his game. At number nine, they have Joe Mixon. I do think that Joe Mixon is a top 10 running back. I personally have him at eight, and they have Austin Eckler at eight. I have Austin Eckler at nine. So I'm okay with where both of these guys are ranked. I'd personally flip them, but there really is nothing wrong with it. Uh, I think Mixon is a better runner, and he's a you know good pass catcher, and I think Eckler's a good runner. I mean, uh, excuse me, a good pass catcher, and he's a pretty good, he's a decent runner, right? So... To me, when I think of running back, I value more the runner than the pass catcher, right? Because everyone now can pass catch. So I value that running aspect of it just a little bit more. And that's why I put Joe Mixon at eight and Eckler at nine. But again, pro football focus is completely okay with Eckler at you know, eight and Mixon at nine. They're completely okay with that. I'm nothing wrong against that. I'm not going to argue that too much. That's not too major. They have Aaron Jones at seven. Um, I don't think Aaron Jones is a top 10 running back, to be honest with you. Um, I don't really think he is. He got a, you know, he has a good offensive line. Aaron Rodgers takes a lot of pressure off of him. Devontae Adams did too when he was there. I just don't think that he's really a, that good of a running back. Maybe I'm just an Aaron Jones hater, but I've never really been that high on him. So for that reason, that's why I don't have him in a top 10. Um, maybe I'm stupid for that take, but I just don't think he is. I think he's very overrated, and a lot of people hype him up a little bit more than he should be. But again, that's just my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe I'm not. Maybe other people agree with me. Let me know on Twitter what you guys think about that. Now, at number six, they have Alvin Kamara. Of course, Alvin Kamara is a top 10 running back. No no debate. All these guys that they're going to mention from here on out are no debate or top 10s. It's just where they fall on my list. And I personally have Alvin at five. I think um, Alvin Kamara, he's, a, he's an incredible pass catcher, and he's a pretty good runner too, right? He's a better Austin Eckler in my eyes. I have him at five, six again, no complaints there. Um, but we have to see how he bounces back because of you know his injuries and dealing with a quarterback who's not Drew Brees, right? So 
we got to see if he can bounce back with not so great quarterbacks. If he can't, that's going to be tough for him. But if he does, which I expect he will, no doubt he'll still be a top five running back in football. They got Dalvin Cook at five. I love Dalvin Cook. I have him at four, right? Um, I think that, and they have Christian McCaffrey at four. I have McCaffrey at three. So I agree with these guys in that exact order. I think Cook is a better runner than Alvin Kamara, and he's just as good a pass catcher as Alvin Kamara. So for me, that's why I put Cook above him. I think Cook, when healthy, is an insane, insane player, right? He had a lot of injuries last year, you know, ankle and shoulder injuries. You know, he missed a lot of time. But when he's healthy, man, he's such a playmaker, such a you know difference maker. It's crazy. So I'm a big Alvin Cook, Dalvin Cook fan, and this year they're gonna be trying him in the slot, right? Him at the slot is just gonna be even more insane. Just t- level up his game even some more, and should probably keep him more durable throughout the year as well. Um, they got Christian McCaffrey at four. I think McCaffrey is just a good a pass catcher, but he's just a better runner than Dalvin Cook. And that's why I have McCaffrey at three on my list, and that's why they have McCaffrey above Cook and Kamara. Um, kind of the same situation with Dalvin Cook. When he's healthy, he's one of the better running backs in the league. When he's not healthy, you know, he's not healthy. You know, you can't really count on him for the team. You can't grade him because he's not healthy. But when he's healthy, um, man, Christian McCaffrey does some crazy things, right? Crazy things. He makes that offense in Carolina that much better, and he's that guy in Carolina. Now, at number three, they have Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry's number two. Um, the reason they have Derrick Henry at three is because of his injury last year, right? He's an older running back, right? I think he's in his 30s now, um, and he's 6'3", 247. So the hits should start to you know, take a toll on his body a little bit, right? But, and he's had some of the most carries in the league since 2016, but I still think he's going to bounce back from his injury. He might slow down a little bit, but I still think it's going to be the same Derrick Henry. It's just how the Titans' offense performs with him in, right? With the loss of A.J. Brown, I think that's going to put a lot more pressure on him, which is not necessarily a good thing for Tennessee. But I still think that he's going to be able to you know, put up in a 1,000-yard year, you know, 15-plus t- uh, touchdowns. I think that's definitely possible for Derrick Henry. And when he's in, man, he's, he's electric. And he's been getting better in the pass-catching department, which is scary, right? Um so if he still improves there, he takes good leaps there, and he comes back healthy and where he was before he got hurt, he's definitely going to be a top two running back, arguably, arguably, you know, number one. See, now this is where I don't agree. They have Nick Chubb at two. I personally have Nick Chubb at six. Um, I value running a lot more, right, than pass catching when I grade a running back in my eyes. But you have to have some pass catching ability. And yes, Nick Chubb can catch the ball, but I don't think he's that good of a pass catcher that warrants him number two, right? I don't think he's as good a downhill runner as Derrick Henry, and I don't think he's a better pass catcher than Christian McCaffrey or any of the other guys that we mentioned on this list, right? I think he's a Josh Jacobs type pass catcher. Um, Yes, he has the most missed tackles, right? Yes, he's got one of the best, or he has the best pro football from pro football focus. He has the best rushing grade at 93.1 yards, but Again, I don't think that he's that good of a pass catcher, and you have to have some type of pass catching ability to be number in the top three, 100%. And for that reason, I don't think that Nick Chubb can be number two. I think he's a six, or I think he's lower on the list. So that's why I don't agree with pro football focus here. And number one, everyone is Jonathan Taylor, right? He can catch, he can run, he can do it all. He's fast, he's strong, he's versatile, he's quick. He's got all the attributes of a great runner. 
Um, he's 222, right? So he's a big guy. Um, everything that you want to run it back, he's got it. So that's why I think that Jonathan Taylor is number one and he will stay number one next year. Um, now comparing my list to their list, right? We basically have the top six the same, right? Except in different order. I just have JT one, Henry two, McCaffrey three, Cook four, Kamara five, and Chubb six. Um, but then I have Najee Harris at seven. They have Najee Harris at 11, right? Not ranked. But I think Najee Harris is one of the most slept on running backs in football. Yes, he was a rookie. I get that. But with a terrible offensive line like the Steelers had and a not-so-good Big Ben, he still put up in a 1,000-yard year, right? He had some pretty impressive numbers for a rook. And if they can get that offensive line better in Pittsburgh and maybe Kenny Pickett can help him out a little bit, I can definitely see Najee Harris being a top 10 running back in football. And I can see him being a better version of Joe Mixon and Austin Eckler, right? Maybe even a better Dalvin Cook or Christian McCaffrey. We're going to have to see how it plays out. But I can he has a lot of potential behind him. So that's why I have Najee Harris at 7. Obviously, I have Joe Mixon at 8, Eckler at 9. We already went over that. And number 10, solely because of his potential and solely because of his impact when he's healthy, I have Saquon Barkley at 10. That's very controversial. I get that. But when Saquon Barkley's healthy, he's a top three running back in football, no question, right? His impact in the run game and pass game is unparalleled. Maybe he's comparable to Christian McCaffrey, but he's bigger and stronger than McCaffrey and arguably faster. So if Saquon can be healthy this year, which I think he can be, and I hope he can be, the offensive line just got better in New York, right? If he can be healthy, Saquon Barkley is going to jump the rankings, right? He's going to be a great player. He's definitely someone that you should pick up in fantasy this year as a potential guy to pop off. So I love Saquon at 10. Don't get me wrong. I can understand the, you know, Aaron Jones, Josh Jacobs, right? Those guys. Um, But I just personally don't see it, right, as them being top 10 running backs. I think that they're the tier that's just a little bit outside of it, right? Especially with Javante Williams, right? I think they're a little bit outside of that top 10 range, but they definitely have the ability to crack it this year if some of these players don't perform where they should. So that's my comparison to their top 10 running backs, right? Tomorrow I will give you guys my top 10 wide receivers list, which will be very controversial, right? Compared to, I'll have to find someone to compare it to, right? But that should be definitely a lot of fun and comparable and, uh, definitely a lot of stuff that can definitely be interchangeable when we do that so i just want to let you guys know real quick too before i wrap this up that i will be posting an episode on sunday to make up for yesterday's missed episode um so definitely expect that on sunday and there will be an episode out for the rest of the week and all next week thank you guys for understanding why there wasn't one out yesterday um but that definitely won't happen again so expect one tomorrow and i hope you guys have a great rest of your day great rest of your week so with that being said Make sure to follow me on Twitter at That's Cool so you can, you know, keep up with all the news and, you know, stay in touch, you know, so you would have these alerts before I have to announce it in the podcast. And with that being said, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.